Hello, you dirty, filthy whorebags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're back with another episode of Tea Time, okay? Of course, this quarantine day 2571 is driving everybody and their mama crazy, including me and mine. But, you know, we have to take precaution. We have to do our part as always. And so to start things off on today's episode, we're just going to do a quick coronavirus update, sweetie. All right? So, the first topic on Tea Time with Queen S, we're going to talk about Tyler Perry, okay? Tyler Perry uh, recently went on Instagram to basically send out a mass message to his black supporters who still thinks that Rona is a man-made virus, quote-unquote, which it is, but uh, people are not really taking the necessary precautions. Um, he went on Instagram to basically um, inform black the black community to take the pandemic seriously after one of his crew members passed away from uh, the virus itself. I'm not going to read the whole entire thing because, you know, he's good for his, he's good with his words, but he did say, I heard a black person say black people don't get it. That's a lie. You can get it. You can get it if we don't do what we're being told to do. A 26-year-old black woman died the other day. A 44-year-old black man died the other day, not to mention the hundreds of people that are dying every minute. Your age does not matter. Your health does not matter. You could be totally healthy and you could still die. Now, listen to me. You have the right by my, you have been right by my side since I started the business. So please hear me out with your heart. I love us. I love our humor. I love our culture. I love our hair. I love our skin. I love everything about who we are, all of us. And I love all of us all too much to watch us die on the vine because we are the last to know that we are not taking this pandemic seriously. Black people, we are at a disproportionately higher risk of dying from this virus. Please, 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 I beg you to take this seriously. You have to socially distance yourself. That means stop hanging out, stop congregating, stop doing anything that will put not only your life in danger, but also the lives of so many others. Stay home, social distance yourself, and stay alive. If you won't do it for yourself, do it for someone you love and for those who love you. My mother always told me it's not, it's, my mother always told me to not wait for help, but to be your own help. And so there are many others who have um, came out in the celebrity world stating that they tested positive, um, as well as um, people coming out showing their support uh, to the loss of Tyler Perry's crew member slash makeup artist. His name, um, so that I can pay my respects as well. His name was Charles Gregory, and he was a hairstylist who worked for Tyler's various productions, as well as done major stars' hair, such as Viola Davis, Angela Bassett, and that sort of thing as well. Um, Also, um, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys know, but there was like a few years ago um, where there was a black kid named Jamal Hilton. Um, Back in 2016, uh, he posted a viral uh, text message thread that basically um, he was added to a Thanksgiving group chat by Wanda and um, it was by accident but she said that you know you were still more than welcome to come and spend Thanksgiving and so they've been attached by the hip ever since and so a few days ago Jamal went on his Twitter page asking for um, prayers because both Wanda and Monty which is Wanda's husband have have had the virus they tested positive for the virus the only difference is Lonnie was also fighting both um COVID-19 as well as pneumonia and so unfortunately 
Jamal did update his Twitter followers and stated that Lonnie did not make it and he passed away Sunday morning. Uh, but Wanda told me that all the love and support that he received put a huge smile on his face. So I thank every single one of you guys for that. So as far as um, COVID-19 and um, taking the proper steps to educate ourselves in the black community and just educate ourselves in general, I will say this. Um, it's harder for black people to practice social distancing when their communities lack a lot of essentials that these white upper class communities don't have. For years, black people have always been crowded in their household. There has always been bunk beds. I do recall myself when my parents first came down here to America that there was a point in time that me and my cousins, we all crashed in one bedroom. Like one bedroom, there was like a, a twin bunk bed or whatever. There was a full-size bed. We had an air mattress in the living room. Like we made do what, what situations we have. So it's like, yes, it's easier said than done to say to, you know, practice social distancing. But how can you practice social distancing if for years in your granny's house, there has been 10 plus people to a room? For years in your mama's house, your cousins stay with you. Your nieces and nephews stay with you. So it's like, yes, we can try to do the best that we can, but we also have to be knowledgeable about the circumstances that are in our communities. And our communities are not well-equipped in general uh, for this pandemic, let alone for us as a whole. You know, I also read that Chicago's Cook County Jail became the largest known source of the virus infection that they have over 238 uh, jailhouse, um, jailhouse detainees, 115 employees, so a total of 353 and counting cases linked to this particular jail, and even more than 4,000 of them still have not been tested. So as a whole, yes, we as Black people, you know, we try to take light of the situation by cracking jokes, by, you know, retweeting memes and stuff like that. But that's only because we don't know what else to do. Like, we honestly don't know what else to do. I can recall several times my, myself that I've gone over a friend's house and stuff like that. And I've seen three, four, five, six, seven, eight people to a room, to a house. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's easier said than done to practice social distancing in a black community when our communities are not well equipped enough for us to practice social distancing. So, but I definitely understand where Tyler Perry's coming from. Of course, when it comes to those who still decide to go out and live their best life, that still decide to just, you know, not give a fuck about nobody but themselves. I can attest to that. But overall, to kind of just make it seem like black people are just being negligent off of our free will, it's not that simple. I also... Do recall um, last week I was reading about, well, not reading, but I quickly glanced on the news where it was one family that lost four of their family members to the virus in one day. Four family members in one day. So it's like, it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't, you know, but I, I definitely see where Tyler Perry's coming from, but the situation is bigger than just distance your distancing yourself but uh to each his own um speaking of tyler perry um he is known as the atlanta angel uh he actually uh paid for all groceries during seniors hour at 40 
four plus Atlanta area Kroger's locations, um, as well as over 70 different locations in general. Um, he paid for their groceries um, during senior hour um, without question, without anything of that sort. So I do commend you, Tyler Perry, for being a positive light in not only your community, but in the black community as well. Uh, speaking of communities, Master P is also offering um, elderly free hand sanitizer as well as offering to deep condition their homes um, in um, New Orleans. So I'm just all about the positive energies that uh, people are kind of trying to do their part to reach out and help uh, those around them. I know also Cardi B teamed up with Fashion Nova to donate a million dollars to help anybody who is struggling during this coronavirus pandemic. Take a listen. Hi, my beautiful fans. So let me tell you something. I've been getting a lot of DMs of people in need. And me and Fashion Nova, we came up with a way that we are going to give out $1,000 an hour for the next 42 days. Yep, that's right. You know, sometimes you get to charity and you wonder like, hmm, is it really going to the people? Well, we're going to make sure it's going to the people. All you got to do is go to fashionnova.com care slash care. Uh, put your name, number. I'm going to give you all the direction down below. And um, make sure your Instagram is open because I'm going to make sure that you really do need it. Don't be lying so you can lend your fucking boyfriend some money. No, you don't got to show us your pussy even though you want to DM it to me. I don't motherfucking mind. And um, we love you guys, and we are so thankful that you guys have been supporting us for the for so long. It's time for us to support you guys back, and I love you, and don't be shy. Sometimes you got to motherfucking ask for help. Lean on me. I love it. I love it, and I love her. Also, Jay-Z and Meek Mill's Reform Alliance organization sends 1,000 masks to jails and prisons. Uh, they did tweet, we just donated 1,000 masks to people behind bars. That include, that includes 50,000 to Rikers, 40,000 to TNT, and 5,000 to Parchment Prison. Thank you to our friends for leading in this charge. We need to protect the vulnerable people behind bars and get them out. And so speaking of this virus and um, mask protection, uh, they did also uh, make it mandatory. I know here in Florida, as well as in LA, I know there's other places as well that makes it mandatory that you cannot step outside of your house to get any of your essentials without any mask or gloves. And so truth be told, if y'all not washing your hands, the gloves, the gloves can, can only do so much for you. But I guess this is a wave to kind of force people to not leave unless they really have to. So let's just hope for the best um, with this whole uh, COVID-19 situation. And may God be with us. Truth be told, you know, may God be with us. But speaking of the coronavirus and that sort of thing, I do want to talk about these two French motherfucking doctors who thought that their racist ass motherfucking comments we're just going to slide under the bridge so a few days ago two doctors made terrible racist ass remarks during a tv debate sparkling global outrage as they were being accused of being racist as fuck okay um i would have played the audio for you guys but they're speaking in french so you guys wouldn't really be able to understand but in the long haul, um, one of the doctors said that we should do this. We should do the the vaccine studies in um, Africa, where there's no masks, there's no treatments, there's nothing of that sort. 
because most of these uh, people that are in Africa, they are prostitutes anyways. So testing on them would be easy and free and won't have any issues. Um, and he then turned to another doctor and the doctor technically agreed with him, stating that in Africa, they use the same kind of approach during the AIDS epidemic. Um, they also did the same thing uh, for other testings uh, throughout the years. And he thinks that that is a great motherfucking idea. Of course y'all do. Of course y'all do. I expect nothing less out of y'all motherfuckers. Ugh! I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. However, they forgot that we in 2020, sweetie. So the shit that your ancestors were getting away with, absolutely not, was not going to go around here. So the World Health Organization, Dr. Treatress, brands the French scientist stating that the coronavirus vaccine should be trailed in Africa as racist. Let's take a listen. ground for the new vaccines will be Africa. Uh, to be honest, I was so appalled. And it was uh, a time when I said when we needed solidarity, this kind of racist remarks actually would not help. It goes against the solidarity. Africa cannot and will not be a testing ground for any vaccine. We will follow all the rules to test any vaccine or therapeutics all over the world using exactly the same rule. Whether it's in Europe, Africa, or wherever, we will use the same protocol. And if there is a need to be tested elsewhere to treat human beings the same way, equally. And the hangover from a colonial mentality has to stop. And WHO will not allow this to happen and it was a disgrace actually and appalling to hear during the 21st century from scientists that kind of remark and we condemn this with the strongest terms possible but we assure you that this will not happen in africa and will not happen elsewhere in any country proper protocols will be followed and human beings will be treated as human beings because we are all human beings I love it. I loved his response. I loved how he took his time and making sure that he was well-spoken and got that message loud and clear that that is definitely unacceptable in more ways than one. And I, and I do hope that these scientists kind of get a dose of their own medicine. Um, I will say that the hate and the racism is kind of so deeply rooted that they don't even realize half of the shit that comes out their mouth, which is not an excuse, but it just shows that we still have a long ways to go. We still have a long way to go. Speaking of racist ass motherfucking doctors and scientists, um, I also stumbled across a video, uh, and this was based in Kentucky, where a Kentucky doctor attacked a group of teenagers and tried to strangle the one and only black girl. So in this very disturbing video that went viral last week, uh, you see a middle-aged man seemingly attack a group of teenagers angrily because they were socializing and wasn't promoting the social distancing or whatever the case is. So according to Washington Post, the incident occurred in Louisville last Friday. The man um, who was later arrested and identified as John Rademacher um, he is a physician um, who has been charged with strangulation and harassment. 
The police of Louisville came out with a statement stating, obviously, we do not advise individuals concerned about social distancing to take matters into their own hands and confront people about it, especially in any physical way. The victim explained that um, the couple fired off profanity-filled ramp to express their disapproval of the teenagers being out, according to the arrest warrant. Redmaker choked one of the victims for several seconds before bystanders stepped in. The teenager, who was not identified, suffered a red mark on her neck, but was not hospitalized. It's like, you people just love to try to be Captain Save a motherfucker. But what you doing out your damn self? Why are you out with your wife outside of your damn house your damn self? But you choose to put take matters into your own hand for what? This is a child of the end of the day. Y'all... Oh, this video was so disturbing, guys. So disturbing. Like, you see all the little girls around them, like, telling them, like, okay, chill. Like, we're going to leave. We're going to leave. And then I guess the black girl, she was laughing, and that ticked him off. So he literally ran up to her, slammed her to the ground, and choked her. Choked her. Do you know how traumatizing that is going to be for not only the girl, but her friends as well? Like, this life is... It's getting sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker as the days go on. Sicker and sicker. I hope she sues. I hope she press charges. I hope she gets some coins out of this situation because this is ridiculous. So for the next topic on Tea Time with Queen S on Queen's Table, we are going to talk about the young woman that was allegedly stabbed by Yaya Mayweather reportedly speaks out about the situation. So if you guys don't already know, last week or so, Yaya got into an altercation with a, a young woman that was at um, NBA's house. And they proceeded to get into a physical altercation. I guess Yaya was getting her ass whooped. And so she picked up a knife and she stabbed the young lady. Um, they also, from that incident, um, Kodak and NBA started to go back and forth on social media and that sort of thing. And he proceeded to post the video with Yaya, like, sleeping, talking about, you know, this is my wifey. She ain't going to wear blase, blase, blase. So through this whole process or whatever the case is, you know, the woman that was involved, she kind of just kept her mouth shut. But she did post on her Instagram story. She said, no, I'm not okay. I'm really fucked up in the head, and I hate to say it. Can y'all just leave me alone? I never wanted this attention or whatever y'all call it. Please, y'all want to be Y'all want to be me. Y'all want to see me. I'm kind of glad I don't have a phone. With this whole situation between Yaya and Young NBA and just in general, Yaya is a prime example of just because you have a daddy don't mean that you have a dad. And so the reason why I'm saying that is because ain't no reason why Yaya, the daughter of Floyd Mayweather should be walking around prancing, stabbing, and fighting bitches over a nigga that got baby mama issues. Clearly, she's lost. Clearly, she's trying to find attention elsewhere that she seems to have stumbled across this man who has more drama than anybody that I know of his age. And you sitting here fighting this person, fighting that person, going back and forth with this person, going back and forth with that person. Where's your daddy? Where is your daddy? Where's your mama, sweetie? Where, who, who is in your corner? Because, sweetie, you have nobody. Nobody. But she is a prime example that just because you have a daddy don't mean you got a dad. She is clearly looking for something that she is lacking. And she thinks that this is the only type of way that she can get 
the attention that she needs is through this violent, toxic ass man and his issues. Like, so his baby mama, Janae, 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 right? She gloved the fuck up. She took her L for what it was and she left that nigga alone. She realized just how toxic the whole situation was. How toxic his relationship with her was prior to her having their son. And she got up and she glowed the fuck up. And now she's dating a motherfucking baller with his fine ass. You know, like, child, this new generation, this new generation really, 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 really do not have the same guidance that I had growing up. Because there was always some sort of public positive promotion of black women, black excellence, black love, some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether that was through the shows that we had, whether that was through the movies that we had, whether that was through the cartoons, whatever. It was always grounded. And it's like nowadays there's no structure. There's no real structure being shown except for toxic-ass relationships that you shouldn't even be in. What? You mean to tell me, Floyd, it's my daddy and I'm going to get a young NBA? Uh-uh, sweetie. Uh-uh. Well, city sons. Hello? Christian? Hello? Justin? Hello? Hello? Quincy? Hello? Somebody. Somebody on my level. Somebody on my bracket. Somebody sane. Somebody sane. But to each his own. To each his own. I just really hope that she wakes up sooner than later and realizes her potential and realizes just how beautiful she is and how she does not need that toxic-ass love to to get the attention that she needs. And I need her mama and her daddy to wake up and smell the coffee and do something about rescuing their daughter. Because obviously, this is a dyno spiral. Listen, what do I know? What, what the fuck do I know? We're just going to leave it at that. It be that's it. So the next topic on Tea Time with Queen S, we're going to talk about bad baby, sweetie. Bad baby. So if y'all have not been on black Twitter, y'all should. Because everyone is accusing black baby of black baby. See? Black baby. See? You see? Everyone on Twitter is accusing bad baby of black fishing. Okay? She posted a video of herself from a photo shoot that she was doing where she has uh, black bone straight hair, big lashes, fuller lips, you know, just looking like a light skinned black woman. Like, and people were calling her out saying that she's black fishing. She did go on her Instagram story stating that millions of people are sick. Thousands are dying every day. And y'all worried about me getting my makeup done for a photo shoot. I'm usually the wild one, but y'all need to chill and focus on what's really important right now. But sweetie, that still does not change the fact that you're black fishing. So... Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know what you really let me know what you really feel. Let me know how you really feel. Let me know how you really think. Because sweetie, you're still black fishing. You you're still black fishing. That does not change the fact that you're still black fishing, sweetie. So, I mean, this I don't know about y'all, but this whole wave of of people being so obsessed with being black that they're tanning themselves darker that they're trying to pretend that they got it all the way put together, trying to pretend that they're half or they're mixed or they're foreign or they're like, it's y'all are weirdos. We're 
weirdos. Weirdos in real life. Weirdos. 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 But teach us on. What the fuck do I know? Right? Millions are dying. Right. Anyways. So, next topic on Tea Time with Queen Ezra. We're going to talk about The weekend trying to come for Usher. Stating that his song Climax was a remake of a weekend song. So, of course, Usher in the most pettiest way possible, sweetie. Shut the weekend up the only way that I knew him to do it. So I'm just going to play it for you so that your ears can hear God's angels sing, okay? We're together now we're undone. We're coming so we choose to run Take it back, nigga. We reached the climax, climax. <laughs> Listen, okay? Usher gonna forever be that daddy. You hear me? Forever be that daddy. Forever be that daddy. Weekend, I love your music. Don't get me wrong. But, sweetie, I can't listen to you the way that I listen to Usher. And the disrespect that you thought that Usher needed you to know how to sing a song. What? Climax was one of his best songs. One of his best songs. You hear me? One of his best songs. One of his best, best songs. But, you know, Usher in his most pettiest form knew exactly how to shut the whole debate up. And the video that he actually was singing, he was laying down in the video. Do you know how hard it is for you to be laying down on your back and still be able to hit them notes? Usher will always and forever be the GOAT. Period. And it's on that, sweetie. All right, and so before we wrap up today's episode, you know we have to have a Queen's Table Quick too, sweetie. And this is concerning. Do babies ruin relationships? So the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because Jada actually went on Instagram. She went on Instagram Live and one of her fans asked, do you want more kids? And so from this question, she sparked the conversation. So let's take a listen. Do Jada want more kids? I mean, be real with yourself. Do it look like I want more kids? I'm playing, but um, I said I'm not having another child until I get married. I mean, I seriously, if you are in a relationship right now and you have a baby, I mean, and you don't have kids, don't have them. Like, I stress in my, my best friend. A hundred times a day, like don't have no baby, like stay, just f- it with it. Don't let that f- get you pregnant, cause don't have a baby. I'm telling you, uh-uh. don't have a baby. Have fun, have fun. I love my baby. Don't get me wrong, but like they ruin relationships to me. I feel like babies ruin relationships. <laughs> so. With that being said, of course, it caused controversy, sweetie. For starters, Queen Key went on Twitter and she said, Babies definitely don't ruin your life. Now, if you want a nigga more than you want a child, then you ruined your own shit. Jada responded, You've been not liking me since the little song, but I damn sure didn't say they ruined your life. I love the fuck out of my child and I'm a damn good mom. Don't take what I say wrong or too personally because that's not that deep. Having a baby with someone will force you into seeing shit that you don't want to see. It shows both parties true colors. 
in support of Jada, uh, Little Dirk's baby mama, India, also had a series of tweets. She stated, babies are definitely a huge and difficult milestone in relationships. Less sleep, less time for your partner, postpartum depression, etc. There's a lot of obstacles that come with having a baby. It's hard, and when shit hits hard, some people run instead of fighting through. The baby is never the problem. Some people fall under pressure, and you definitely see people's true colors. You'd be blind to a lot of shit until you have a baby because you're the one that's, you're the main one that is being affected. So, Queen's Table Quick 2, do babies ruin relationships? No, okay? Your relationship was already ruined before the baby, sweetie, okay? You just did not wake up and smell the coffee and see just how bad your relationship was until your motherfucking had the baby. Sucks to be you, sweetie. Learn your lesson, see the red flags prior and not after, and you would not be in these situations, okay? Y'all women be trying to change a nigga. You can't change a nigga who don't want to change for himself. And a baby definitely ain't the answer, okay? That is ghetto, okay? We're leveling up this year. We're doing better, okay? We don't need a baby. We don't need babies. We don't need baby daddies. We need husbands. Husbands. Only, okay? So, yes. Baby, you don't need a baby. You don't need... Queen Sandra is telling you, you don't need a baby. If you and your relationship do not work out, it's not going to work out with the baby. Okay? Clearly. Little baby. (laughs) Anyways, if you have not already listened to our, our past episodes, please do below. I hope you guys be safe, you know, with this virus out here. You know, don't be trying to be no baby mamas. Hunching and fucking and doing all the sucking. Don't do it. It's a trap. Until next time, you dirty filthy whore bags. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Bye.